Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. This morning, uh, we're going to continue in our study of uh, why. We asked different questions of why. It goes back to that kind of attitude and that thought process of a little kid that, that asks, why, why do we do this? Why do we do that? Why are we, uh, why are we going here? Why are we going there? Why do they do this? Why do they do that? And a lot of times we in church do a lot of things that we don't really ask the question of why. And so today I want to take a few moments and look at a passage of Scripture. And last Sunday we looked at, at Scripture and, and talked about how we, why we should trust God. We, why is it that we trust God? And we looked in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 about why we trust in God. And today I want to uh, talk to you about why we should spend time with God. Uh, why we spend time with God. Look in your Bibles, uh, find Psalms 37, if you will. Psalm 37. Let's join together for prayer. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we thank You so much for the privilege of being in Your house. We thank You, Father, for each one that's here uh, today. And uh, Lord, I know they didn't come here to be entertained or uh, to have other people uh, see them, but rather uh, to come and to fellowship uh, with the body of Christ and to worship You and to exalt You and to hear uh, the voice of Your Spirit in their life. And Father God, we pray that You would bless each one of us as we seek to magnify Your name. Lord, that You would help us, uh, Father, uh, to, to understand uh, how to grow closer to You and to spend time with You. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, when I was young, my brother and I did a lot of things together. We, uh, we went to Boy Scouts together. Uh, 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 my brother did some things that, that was just for him. He's four years older than I am, so he had some interests that, uh, that were not the same as mine. And uh, So uh, he, he was uh, off doing some of those things from times, and I did other things as well uh, that didn't involve him. Uh, because I was younger and I had interest at that age that that he no longer had. And then there were times I can recall that that uh, my parents would spend specifically spend time with us doing something on our own. Uh, we didn't. I, I didn't play basketball. I, I tried playing basketball with the the church league for a while and. Uh, I got lost uh, in the crowd because I wasn't uh, on a, a school team or anything like that. I hadn't played all my life, so I, I knew how to play some, but but I, I wasn't as good as the others. So I was just a guy out there, just standing like this, waiting for uh, you know, just kind of like those little hockey figure, air hockey figures, you know, that they get turned by the stick. Uh, just standing there waiting for the the ball to come my way. Uh, I wasn't very good at that. So uh, 
you know, I didn't really do that that much. My parents didn't have a whole lot of things that they could go and watch us do. Like uh, I, I wasn't on a team, so they couldn't go and watch me play ball. They, I wasn't involved in a group activity that uh, that that had exhibitions and things like that so much. And uh, but we did do some things that that they participated in. So my parents decided that it was important for us to spend time with them so that they would understand, uh, so that we would understand that they enjoyed being with us, that we'd have that special time of being together and that we would uh, devote our time uh, together as a family so that we'd grow closer together. One of the things that uh, my dad did with me was that every once in a while he'd Look to me. Look at me on a Saturday and say, "Hey, son, you want to go uh, bowling or you want to go uh, roller skating or whatever?" And so we'd uh, load up in the car and he'd take me over to the skating ring. And uh, my dad couldn't skate with me uh, because of his limitations, so uh, he would just sit there and uh, he would sit in the, the very uncomfortable. Uh, 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 seats that had no backs to them or anything. He'd sit there and he would just watch me go round and round and round on the uh, I, uh, on the skating ring, or he'd take me to the uh, the ice skating ring at, at the mall and and watch me skate there, and uh, or he'd take me to uh, the bowling alley and he'd sit there and in the chairs and watch me as I would bowl and and let me just have a good time. Uh, and then afterward, we would go and. Uh, do a little something special and uh, there was a couple of times where we would uh, after I'd go skating he'd take me to a special little uh, uh, place uh, where we'd get some lunch and we'd just spend some time together and they and the, th- the whole point of the matter was is that that we just, he just wanted to spend time with me. He wanted to do some things that I enjoyed and and be able to talk to me about just anything that I was going through and just just spend time with me. Uh, and it was an important thing. My, my mom did the same thing with my brother. She would uh, take him to do stuff that he enjoyed. And, and it was just a time where uh, uh, he and my mom would get uh, closer together and spend time just, just with each other, just so that they would get to know each other. And uh, You know, God has a desire to spend time with us, just like your parents have a desire to spend time with you. Not while you're sitting there playing games and, and uh, engrossed in a, a video game or something like that, but just just time that you'd spend together. Maybe it's to go out on a, on, uh, on a pond and, and spend time just uh, uh, fishing for a little while. Or maybe it might be going out into the woods and, and hiking through the woods on a trail to to go and, and sit somewhere at the top of a peak and, and be able to look out on the beauty of God's creation. And maybe it's just uh, uh, walking down uh, through uh, uh, the beach and, and collecting seashells whenever you go on vacation. Just, just spending time together, doing something that you enjoy, just spending time to get to know you more. and God has a desire to spend time with us, to spend uh, a, uh, a time with us on a daily basis to, to, to get, grow closer to us. It, look, if you will, at, at Psalms 37, verse 4. It says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, 
And he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy ways unto the Lord, and trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday, and rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way because of the uh, the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. So, first of all, I, I want you to look at that first word. Delight thyself also in the Lord. Delight. Well, that's not a word that we use a whole lot anymore, but it, it's, a, it's a word that, that has kind of a different meaning than... Uh, than we're used to. Uh, we we like to say uh, uh, we do a lot of things just for us. Uh, um, uh, there used to be a commercial for a, an ice cream bar. What would you do in order to have one of these ice cream bars? Uh, and the whole theme of the of the commercial was is people would be willing to do all kinds of silly things just to be able to get one of those ice cream bars. And we do things sometimes just for the enjoyment, the luxurious uh, uh, pampering of ourselves. And this word delight has that same kind of connotation. It, it means to luxuriate yourself in God. Just simply drink in the moment and allow the blessing of, of God to be in your life. Allow God's presence in your life to the point where you you savor the moment. I mean, you 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 know, we think of savoring things like we savor a moment when we eat a, a fine meal or a, a fine dessert. We savor the moment when that that sweet confection hits our tongue, or or maybe we savor the moment when we. Uh, take a, a few moments to ourselves and and uh, sit in a bubble bath and just soak in the 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 wonderful oils and bath uh, salts and things like that. Maybe you luxuriate in the moment when you go out and sit uh, in your barn. I don't know what it is that you luxuriate in, but there's certain things that we do that we just love the the moments that we yearn for the times in in our life that we that we look forward to god tells us that we're to to luxuriate ourselves to have that same kind of attitude of being with god delight thyself uh look forward to the time in which you're able to be with god why why is it that we ought to do that he says because uh god has a desire to give you the desires of your heart now this kind of sounds like the kind of attitude that some people have well God, I really enjoy having a big, fine car. I really enjoy going and, and, and eating at the, the most expensive restaurant in town. Or, God, I really enjoy having uh, uh, all these wonderful things I can go buy in the, sh- in the store. So, God, you're telling me if I delight myself in being with you that you're going to give me all these things? No, that's not what 
it's saying. What it's saying is, delight yourself and, and enjoy the time. If you have a yearning to spend time with God, what's going to be your, your desire? Your desire is going to be to spend more time with God. So if you yearn to spend time with God in such a way that God will bless you and encourage you and make you uh, uh, feel closer to Him, your desire is going to be to, to spend more time with God. And what He's saying is, is you need to, to get to the point where every moment of your day is spent in anticipation of the moment that you get to spend with God. Kind of like if you have a, a little dog or if you have a, a pet that you are away from all day long because you're at work or because you're out doing things, as soon as you walk in the door, what happens? Their tail just starts to wag and all uh, so much uh, so that it wags the whole body of the dog and, and they just are so excited about uh, the fact that you're at home and, and they go running up to you and, and enjoy uh, spending that time that you lavish upon them love. That's how we ought to be with God. When you spend time with God, we ought to be so excited that we shake and we get all excited. We get so thrilled about the fact that we get to spend time with God. And if we have that attitude, we'll have a desire to spend more time with God and God will enable us, God will grant us the desire of our heart to spend more time with Him. Why? Because He desires to spend time with us. He loves us so much. God moved heaven and earth to be able to spend eternity with you. We were separated from God because of our sin. We were separated from God because of our iniquity and the, the transgressions of our life. And so God sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross of Calvary to pay the ultimate price to shed the precious blood of Jesus Christ so that we be, might be able to spend time with Him and that there would no longer be a barrier. There would no longer be anything that would, would hinder us from spending time with Him. And so He sent His Son to die on the cross, to take our sins upon Himself <coughs> so that we might be able to come closer to Him. So if God did all of those things in order to be able to spend time with you, don't you think He enjoys the time that you spend with Him? That He is thrilled with the time. You know, so many people think of God as, as, a, as an old guy that's sitting on a throne somewhere and sitting way off in heaven and so separated from us. But that's not the image that God is wanting us to see here. That's the image of so many in the Jewish tradition. Uh, uh, remember, this is before Jesus Christ came. This is David uh, during David's time where he's writing and, and God is revealing to him a desire that he has to spend with us. And that's so different from, from the mentality of the Jewish mind because they see God as holy and separate and stay away from God because you're not holy and you're not able to be, uh, uh, to be with God because of your sin and to stay away. But God is, is telling David, He yearns to spend time with you. 
He's going to do something tremendous to be able to spend time with you. And what do we do? We so often spend all of our day thinking about ourselves, thinking about what I can do, what I'm going to do, what I will eat, what I will wear, what I will go buy, what I'll go do. I want to go have fun, so I'm going to go and, and see a movie, or I'm going to go and, and, and uh, go down to the river, or I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to do that. When all along God is saying, spend some time with me. Spend your time with me and let me delight in your time with me. He says in verse 5, He says, Commit thy ways unto the Lord and trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. He says, if you will just spend time with Him and you will just commit yourself to to being with God, God will allow you to, to see the joy that He has in spending time with you. And He'll help you to get past all the barriers so often we sit and we say, well, I can't, I can't spend time with God. I can't read my Bible because I just don't have enough time. I can't spend time in prayer. I just don't have the time to do that. He says if you'll just simply commit, commit to spending time with Him, He will, allow, he will help you to see it come to pass. Verse 6, And He shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and the judgment as the noonday. Why does God want to spend time with us? To help us to get grow closer to Him. We spend time with God not just simply because it's a requirement or because uh, it's something that God... You know, we, we all go to work because that's how we get a paycheck. We go to we go and uh, or maybe you don't work anymore, but you used to work and and you had a job and you had responsibilities on that job. And you did those things because you wanted to get paid and you wanted to have a paycheck and be able to do things at home and uh, be able to take care of your family or whatever with that paycheck. And so you, even though you, you didn't want to go, sometimes you still went. Now, if they didn't pay you that paycheck, would you go to work? Well, not likely. You you would probably find something else to do that you could get paid. And more than likely, you wouldn't go continue to go and do the things you used to do simply because you weren't getting paid anymore. You you wouldn't you wouldn't go and and work hard and and sweat and and toil just so that you could go home and not get any. Uh, benefit from it by getting paid. When you spend time with God, it's not that you're doing that because God's going to pay you to do this or, or God's not wanting to come and spend time with you because God is, is paid somehow by the, the fact that you're spending time with Him. The reason that you come together with God is just simply so that He might pour out His love upon you, so that He might continue to, to demonstrate His love to you and, and so that you might grow closer to Him. When, when you spend time with your spouse, 
It's not because your spouse is going to, to give you something. It's not, but well, maybe for some of us, it's because our spouse is going to uh, cook our supper or, or wash our clothes or, or uh, clean their house. But, but uh, we do it because that's an expression of their love for us. And we sit and we listen to them talk about uh, the things that they do and we do things for them and we, uh, we take care of them because it's an expression of our love for them. We do that for our family as well. We go and, and we... Uh, 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 you take your little kids to Chuck E. Cheese not because you enjoy it, but because they enjoy it. And you eat that stringy stuff that comes in a circle that they call pizza and and you say mm, it's good not because you enjoy it but because they enjoy it and why because you love them you want them to experience happy things they want you want them to have fun you want them to to enjoy life god wants to shed his love to you he wants to express his love to you he does it he wants you to come to him because He loves you. And He wants you to come to Him in that same love. And He says, if you just spend time with Me, I will help you to grow in your righteousness, help you to grow in your walk in the light, help you to, 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 to experience the great joy of living your life as you should live. Now, anybody that's ever been in trouble knows that you live with the consequences of doing bad things, right? You, you, uh, you go bouncing a ball through your house and you break your mama's lamp. You're going you're gonna to pay for that lamp one way or another. You're going to either go out and mow grass and pay to, to replace the lamp or you're going to get a whooping across your backside and you're going to pay for it that way. But one way or another, you're going to pay for that lamp because your mama's going to try and teach you that you're not supposed to be bouncing the ball through the house and you're not supposed to be irresponsible and break other people's things. And she's doing that to help you to grow in your understanding of growing in your life and know how to live, know how to be a responsible person so that if you're going down through the park and, and you're throwing ball with your friend and, and you throw it further than your friend can catch it and he doesn't get to the ball just in time and it all and it accidentally goes into somebody's yard and, and hits their window and breaks it. If you've been taught well, you know that you have a responsibility to care for the the neighbor's wind and you go and you knock on the door of your neighbor and you're not just simply there to say, hey, can I have my ball back? It's, hey, I'm going to take care of replacing your window. I want you to know I'm the one that did it and uh, I'm going to uh, pay for the replacement of the window. Let me know how much it costs or I'm going to come up here and do the work to do that. And... When you live that way, life is so much easier and so much better because you're responsible. You, you're someone, you've learned your lessons. You've grown as an individual and you, 
your life is not as difficult as when you were getting spanking and a whooping. Your mom and daddy, if you actually accidentally did that and you went and, and took care of the responsibility, uh, guess what's going to happen? The neighbor's not going to come to your parents and say, hey, you know, Johnny, he, went, he, he broke my window and he just ran off. And I know it was him because that's his ball. I know it was him. I, I looked out the window and saw him running with that other boy. Uh, that's not, if you take responsibility, he's going to come to your parents and he's going to knock on the door and, and that, that fellow's going to say, listen, I want you to know you're raising a good young man. He broke my window. He came and he confessed it to me, told me he was sorry. He told me he was going to pay for the window and I appreciate that and I appreciate... You're, you're, you're raising a, a good young man. You're raising a young man that, that you ought to be proud of. You see how much easier life is when you do the right thing and you do good and you, and you make sure that you live your life in the right way. God's telling us here in this psalm that if you spend time with Him, not only are you delighting in, 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 in that experience, not only are you experiencing the love of God and God's able to pour out His love upon us, but we're growing closer to Him. We're growing more in our understanding of what God wants for us. And our life is easier because of the fact that, that He helps us to grow in our righteousness and, and He enables us to, to grow more like Him. So uh, our life is blessed because not because all the bad things stop happening, but because we're living a righteous life. We're living according to God's desire. We're doing the things that God wants us to do and uh, the judgment upon our life for the bad things that we do is not as severe because we're not doing as many bad things. And so he says that he has a desire that we would spend time with Him so that we would grow in our righteousness, that we might grow in being more like Him, that we might live in the light, that our judgment upon our life will grow easy upon us. And he says in verse 7, Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyself because of Him who prospers in his way, because the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. He's saying, when you spend time with God, God will give you rest. God will give you an ease to your soul. God will bring to you time in which you're not caught up in the turmoil and caught up in all the, the things that are happening in the world. There's a lot of things that are going on in the world right now. We see a lot of people that are up in a turmoil but if you have a relationship with God, if you have a relationship with Him and you're spending time with God and you're spending your days with God, you're not worried about what's happening over there with those people. You're not worried about the things that are going on in the world. You're, you're not you don't feel as though the world is crashing in on you because of all the things that are happening and all the, the ways in which the world is going awry. Why? Because you have 
You're trusting your hope in God. You're, you're placing your trust not in the government, not in the police department, not in the mayors, not in the governor. Uh, you're, you're, your hope is not in whether or not the school's able to do this or is able to do that. Your trust is in God. And God's able to bring you rest. Your concerns, your worries, they're not as great. Not because the danger's not there, but because you know that you can rely upon God. You know that, that God's going to take care of it. And God's not going to allow anything to happen to you that He didn't know about before time ever began. You're not going to accidentally do something in your life that God's uh, going to see it and He's going to say, Oops. God doesn't say oops because it's God never makes a mistake and God's never surprised by anything that happened. And there's no matter of things that you can do that God's not going to be aware of before you ever do it. So if you place your trust in Him, He'll help you to walk in the light. He'll help you to trust in Him. He'll help you to, to live your life in His ways, walking in righteousness. Rest in the Lord. Don't grow anxious and, wait and, and wondering, what am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about that? How, how am I going to do this? He says, wait patiently upon the Lord. Is it because God's slow? Is it because God's not able to take, keep up with you? No. It's because it's not the time. His time. He's got everything under control. God's got everything according to His plan. If you... Spend time with God. You grow in righteousness with God. You rest in the Lord. You're not fretting because of all the things that are happening. You're not worried about that fellow over there that seems to be getting away with everything. And he's got this big mansion. He's living his life high on the hog. He's got fancy cars that that the wheels keep turning even after he stops. And he's got... Uh, sound systems that sound like he's got an orchestra in the back seat of his car. Why are you not concerned about that? Because God's taking care of every need that you have. Every issue that you're going through in life, God's taking care of it. Does it mean that God's going to make you rich? No. Does it mean that you're going to have all the things that that guy down the street has that you won't know? It means that your, your priorities will change. You'll realize that you're not working to pay for that boat that's sitting in, in your backyard. or You're not working to pay for that house that you're living in. You're working to spend time with God. You're working to spend time growing closer to God. You're working to be able to, to delight yourself in God, to luxuriate 
yourself. In the moments that you get to spend with God. God will help bring about those moments more often. and God will enrich your life because you've spent time with Him. Remember, this is a totally radical, different view of God that most people have of their relationship with God. God doesn't just simply start the world spinning and sit back and does nothing about anything that's happening. God doesn't just simply sit there and watch to see what you're going to do, to see how you're going to go through life when things happen. No. God steps into time and space. He pulls Himself out of eternity. And He sacrifices His Son on the cross of Calvary so that you and I might have that relationship with Him so that you might be able to spend time. Not just, look, that's why some people say, hey, heaven's not in the future. Heaven begins now when you give your heart and life to Jesus Christ. Eternity starts now. We might not be in a perfect world or a perfect uh, universe right now because of sin in our world, But right now, we're learning to spend time with God because guess what? When we get to heaven, what do you think you're going to do? You're not going to be sitting on some cloud, strumming on a harp, uh, flapping your wings and and with a little halo over your head. That's that's Looney Tunes uh, caricature of, of what heaven is like. No, heaven is going to be spent in worship of God. So we ought to get in practice now for spending time with God in worship of Him by making sure that we take the time day in and day out, not of, of getting off work so we can go and sit on a, on a couch and, and fall asleep like I often do, but that we can spend time with God and have time with Him so that we can grow in our walk with Him so that when, when we are going throughout our day. We're walking with God, spending time with Him in whatever we do. And in walking in righteousness, we're not separated from God because of of sinning, but because we're walking in the light. We're spending time with Him in everything that we do. That's an amazing thing to think about that God wants to spend time with you. And it begins when we give our heart and life to Him. When we give our heart and life to Him, allow Him to come in and remove all the sin from our life. And when we learn to to yearn to, to do what's right, to live a righteous life so that we don't have that sin that separates us from God. That we spend time luxuriating in His presence. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we thank You that You love us so much. That You want to spend time with us. Lord, I pray that if there's someone here today that that doesn't have 
a right relationship with you. Maybe they, they've not given their heart and life to you. Maybe they haven't. Uh, uh, maybe they have, but they, they're not living their life as they should. Lord, help us to, to grow in our understanding of your love. And Lord, help us to come back to you in a right relationship. Lord, help us to, to allow you to work in us so that we can walk in righteousness, walk in the light of Christ so that we might spend our time with you growing and living as you have us to live. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.